All right, folks, coming to you live. It's the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Maybe the Brilliantly Dumb Podcast. I don't know, to be determined. Not the best setting here for a podcast. I'm pretty much sitting on top of a highway right now. So if you hear a couple horns or whatnot, just bear with me through it. Everybody said, you know, you got to start a podcast. Podcast is the thing to do now. I said, all right, why not? Everyone says, who's going to be the co-host? Who's going to be, you know, who are you going to have with you? I don't know. Fuck a co-host. I think I may just do the whole Stephen A. Smith, Colin Cowherd thing. Just kind of take the mic and rip it. You ever see a co-host on the Stephen A. Smith show? I don't think so. Guy's got something to say. Gotta hand it to him. For those of you listening right now, you probably started following through the Instagram. What really kicked this whole thing off was the Honda Genesis Open. Not today, Bubba video. Sure, you've seen it. You gotta go to one of these golf tournaments. They're unbelievable. That's where it all started for me. Never thought that I would enjoy going to a golf tournament. This was two years ago. I was just really starting to get into golf. All I want to do is watch it on TV. Why wouldn't you? You got about, got about 10 cameras per hole. You see every shot you need, every player you need. Nikki Chip and Putts, big personality on the Instagram, says we're going to the tournament. I got two tickets. Fuck it. I'm there. We walked into this place. We were not by the snack bar. Maybe 20 feet inside the ropes. And I was already feeling like I was in Disneyland. It's unbelievable. The interaction you can get with these players, how close you can get to them, it's unlike any other professional sport. I was blown away just having a ball. We met up with uh, Gordy Johnson, the marshal on nine, handed us about 10 free drink tickets. I was five ballpark francs and about eight Jack and Cokes deep by the time the back nine started. So I was just letting it rip. That's the thing. You get so close. There's guys who they're not even in it anymore. They may make the cut, but like Tony Finau, I'm sure you saw the Tony Finau clip. Tony, big fan of the green camo. He didn't give a shit. He was having a blast. He was 10 strokes back of the leader. It just turns into a, you know, an everyday Sunday for him. Just out with the boys. That's what's so great about this. Everybody wants to go follow Tiger. Scratch and call to get a glimpse of Tiger Woods. Plus one through the back nine. You got all these other guys that you can go see. So by the time Bubba Watson came around, we were letting it rip. He was walking from like six to seven. And I had known Bubba Watson's an asshole. Across the tour, they can't stand him. So I just started letting it fly. But it's a great time. Soon enough, people were following where I was going just to watch this whole Bubba interaction. It was a blast. It really was. It was an absolute blast. Jeez, I just saw an 18-wheeler almost crash into a Camry. I'm telling you, this, this could be the worst location for a podcast known to a man. My floor's creaking. Got the hardwood floors going. Apartment's been here since about 92 just barely holding on over here. Anyway, moving on to the Ask Bob segment. I had a lot of you put in some questions for me. That's what we'll do every week, an Ask Bob segment. Bring on a couple uh, couple guest interviews. Again, just kind of let it, let it all fly. Make a Joey cold cuts on here. See what Mennery has to say. Take it week by week. First question coming from, what's that, Julie... Julie Ritter. <laughs> hey, Ritter, what do you got for me? She said, Rob, what is your daytime job 
And how do you maintain it? There's nothing to maintain. I'm actually a guest services manager at the Beverly Hills Four Seasons Hotel. It's weird. It's weird having the Instagram and being a clown on there and then suiting up, suit and tie and headed over there. You got to kind of, you know, pull back the reins a little bit, change it up, you know? You know, and originally when I first started working there, there's a certain level of professionalism there. And it's a great company, but you got to make sure, I mean, you can't be the guy from Instagram when you walk into the Four Seasons Beverly Hills. It's a professional environment. So I didn't want my colleagues and my employees to, to get a hold of this Instagram. After the Not Today Bubba video went out, there was no stopping it. They all had it. There was really nothing I can do. I was working at when I was working at the hotel. It's a good story. I um, I met a couple, and uh, I'm walking them up to their room, and we're chatting them up. They're from Jersey. That's my home turf. They said you got to meet our sons. They'd love to meet you. They just moved out to L.A. I had just moved out to L.A. at the time. They said sure, yeah, bring them by. Mind you, this is after the whole not today Bubba thing goes down. They bring these kids down to the driveway. Their eyes just bugged out. Kid goes brilliantly dumb. No fucking way. Mind you, it's a quiet atmosphere. In the driveway, lobby type area. I got my hotel general manager looking at me like, what the fuck did he just say? Everyone goes, Bobby Buckets, no way. Love the content. The parents are looking at their kids just dumbfounded. Kid hands his, his phone to his mom, asks for a picture. Little did they know, I was more excited than they were. It was unbelievable. Moving on. Next question, Bobby, what's the dumbest bet you've ever made? Whew, jeez. Got a long list for that one. Um, I, when, the, when the LFL, the Laundry Football League... There was a time when it first came out where you were able to bet it. I don't know if you've ever seen the Lingerie Football League. But it's just really attractive woman. Throwing on some shoulder pads, full equipment, and just having at it. This is no joke, folks. I'm telling you, they blow each other's shit up. There's some days, call me crazy... If the NFL's not doing it on a Sunday, every game's a blowout, I would strongly prefer LFL. I really would. This isn't flag football. I mean, you got girls coming through the A and B gap and just lowering the shoulder. Anyway, I did a Chicago Bliss versus Atlanta Steam bet. The Bliss were like minus five. It was one of those things where... It was the last game of the day, and you're just kind of chasing down 200. It doesn't matter what game is on, what sport it is, you're going to bet it. That was me. In my living room, just going bananas for these girls. Put the whole 200 on it. But it got to a point where it was was so much fun. It was so funny. I didn't really give a shit if I won or lost. That's how much fun I was having. And that's the problem with gambling. It's getting legalized everywhere. It is so much fucking fun that it will consume you. And you're never going to win. You're never going to win. 
These odds makers have it down to such a science that they will ensure you never win. You may win five games in a row. I got news for you. You're losing the next five or ten. It's a blast. I could I could put on the Detroit Pistons Phoenix Suns game in Detroit and just have the time of my life. I'll watch every single second, every single ball screen, every single pick and roll. That's what makes it so scary. It's a fucking blast. Next question coming from Zach Levine, Bobby, why Barstool? What direction do you think their company's going? I love Barstool. I'm very open about it. I think Barstool's great. They don't give a shit who's listening to them, who's not listening to them. They just let it fly. They don't care what people think. It's great. I, I, I think they're hysterical. So yeah, I, I would love to work for Barstool. The things they do are the things that I do on my off day that I look forward to. It's like my Friday at work. I'm looking forward to what they're doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I would have a fucking blast just piping out content on the streets of New York, going to these games. It's a dream. It's not a job. Give me 15 bucks an hour. Bobby's there. I'll ship away from this highway that I'm sitting on right now. Put me in some studio apartment. Next to some dumper and dumpster in New York. And I'll be fine with that. Have at it. It's weird about Barstool though. They, I think when they, when they hire somebody and they hit, like they land on a good hire, I think they hit. When they hit, they hit. When they miss, they miss. There's guys on there that I think are fucking hysterical. Marty Mush. You guys been seen Marty Mush there? He's a riot. Look what they did to Frankie Borelli. Kid didn't even say a word his first year at Barcelona. He was the cameraman. He's a star now. He's hilarious. But again, they do have some hires that if they miss, they miss. I just don't find that funny. With that being said, they got it going on over there. So yeah, if that day comes, I'm there. No doubt about it. So again, I'll be coming to you guys every weekday. I'd say about Tuesday, Wednesday. And just kind of let this fly. So Carlos Correa. You guys see Carlos Correa? Shortstop for the Astros got put to a six to eight week DL. You know why? It was a massage gone wrong, they say. That's the report. Honest to God, I'm reading it here. Carlos Correa will be out six to eight weeks after receiving an in-home massage. I guess he ordered the deep tissue massage. That's nuts. I mean, it was. Imagine that. Imagine that publicity for massage envy. Nina, their masseuse, went to Carlos Correa's house, put her elbow so deep in his back that now he's out six to eight weeks. Might have just blown the whole Astros season. Yeah, thanks a lot, Massage Envy. Great play. Real good for publicity. That's hysterical. I've never seen that. You got the Dustin Johnson falling down the stairs. And I got to tell you, not too far off is Carlos Correa being out six to eight weeks. Receiving an in-home massage. What did he tip her? Did he tip her? Yeah, thanks a lot. Nina, you just broke my back. Here's 50 bucks. 
Really enjoyed it. Very soothing. That's hysterical. My buddy has him on his fantasy team. You can't plan for that type of thing. You just can't do it. Hysterical. Went and saw Rocket Man the other day. Elton John movie. I did a post about it. First two seats in the theater. Took a date there. We're the only ones open. A Monday in Los Angeles. Somehow the only two seats I can find are the first two open. I didn't want to do it. I straight told her. I said, I don't want to break my neck watching Elton John for three hours. This is, this is an explicit film, folks. I mean, I'm telling you, they don't hold anything back. Elton John's full-blown banging dudes in the movie. So I'm sitting at one and two, just cranking my neck back, watching Elton John just snort cocaine and just have sex with dudes. It was really bizarre, you know, because I'm kind of wondering, what's the theater feeling about this? But I don't know, because I have to look back in order to see everybody. I was in the first two friggin' seats. And this goes on for about half the movie. As I said, though, great motion. <laughs> Sounds crazy to follow up after this, but great motion picture. I loved it. I give it a, <laughs> I, I give it an 8 out of 10. It's not great. I should have probably done the that part after giving it an 8 out of 10 doesn't sound too good but fuck it I do it was good what a musical what vocals on the big fella Elton John's like how old is he he's like 70 something still pumping out shows in the garden him and Billy Joel they they just they may never die every other night they're doing a show in the garden for like 50,000 don't eventually your vocal cords just kind of let give a little bit? I don't know. Hell of a movie, but I, I boy do I recommend not getting the first row. That was that was something else. I mean, he, his genitals were in my mouth, practically. Quite an ordeal. All right, folks, I'm gonna wrap up there. Again, I will be coming to you live again next week. Probably drop in every Tuesday, Wednesday, kind of get the all getting the kinks figured out here. But I love it. Something about having this mic in my hand just just really is special. I could do this shit all day. I got another six episodes recorded. I haven't even finished the first. Before I take a shower, I just grab the mic real quick and just start talking. It's great. Big shout out to our producer, Grace, on the ones and twos here. Canceling out that 18-wheeler volume. Grace, I hope you can get rid of that. Anywho, thanks for joining. Thanks for being aboard the Brilliantly Dumb Show. We will see you next week. Take care now, folks.